Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samalit64 and welcome to the Robocast. And I'm all by myself. Well, from, from, the, from the main three anyway. Um, I have to say, first of all, a, big, a very big thank you to my first guest who uh, is from the Monsoon team. <laughs> oh dear. Um, oh yeah, hi, so uh, my name's Tom, um, I'm from Team Monsoon. <laughs> he, he literally joined me, I, I messaged him as we were recording this literally five minutes ago and he very, very gallantly jumped in and came to give me a hand. That's very kind of you. <laughs> no worries, no worries at all. Um, cool. And then guest number two. Um, hi, uh, I'm Les. Uh, you'll probably know me best as Trump Person Moderator, which is pretty depressing. Um, <laughs> I feel so, so like underqualified here. We've got two roboteers and then, well, three three roboteers, two who, who, have, who have been been on the show, and then just me, who just does sh- stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you do lots of important stuff, though. You do good stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Ned, you're, you're, you're perfectly qualified to be here. We, we, we can't be... We have to balance it out a, bit, a little bit. Anyway, uh, guest number three, introduce yourself. Hi, uh, this is Orion Beach. I'm from uh, Scorpio, uh, Team Offbeat Robotics. Welcome. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here, and um, it's great to you know, hear from a new team as well. You know, Scorp- Scorpius is a machine that I, you know, I've certainly admired for the last couple of seasons. You know, the giant leap forward in season three was amazing and maybe one step further this year like wh- wh- why the vast amount of changes what, what what was the main cause behind that uh there's a couple things uh so one uh when i originally designed uh scorpios for season two the enforcement of how long you could hold an opponent and attack them uh was a bit different and uh, in season three uh actually um made some inquiries because it didn't seem like they're enforcing it how the rules were written uh so if i was pushing someone around and attacking them and they started to count at that point of me grappling and i pushed them into the wall yeah. that count would just continue to 10 and stop and supposed to go in 20 seconds or 30 seconds depending on how you interpret okay. how the rules are written and uh you know you need that time with a saw robot to be able to cut and so uh for this last season, they actually changed um, the rules for that section on grappling and grappling time, and they basically just gave the ref carte blanche to stop you whenever they felt like. So. Yeah, it's kind of like when you hold on for too long, as we saw kind of in episode one with with Quantum and Blacksmith, really. Um, yeah. And obviously, season four, the big change was. A kinetic energy weapon, rather rather than just the saw. Um, I can see why it's, you know it's it's a point scoring weapon, ra- rather than the, you know the saw. Like, do you think which do you think is more effective? Would you say they they do different things. So um, both of them can you know deliver damage. Uh, the idea with the the saw was I was running uh, that you know seasons two and three, the same weapon. A lot of people like uh, Death Roll and Fight Force at the time were running for their big vertical center. Yeah. And so if you can take that energy and pour it into a very small spot for 20, 30 seconds, you can do a lot of damage. It's like five, six big hits all in a row, yeah. but concentrated down to a very thin blade. I mean, part of that is just the application process getting in, uh, you know, is kind of how we ended up in that yeah. configuration. And it was partially, I had a smaller bot, an ant weight, that uh, uh, was a lot of fun. So I thought it would be cool to make a big version of it. Um, 
and then uh, the, the switch is is absolutely just like wanting to win, like doing well, and just just want to want to, to get in wins. Um, and we're still trying to do, you know, top attack, yeah. just like uh, the previous seasons, and we're still trying to. Uh, uh, potentially slice into our opponent. So one thing you'll notice is that blade is relatively narrow. It's about you know half inch, uh, thirteen millimeters uh, wide, and so uh, you know we're still you know hoping for a shot to slice into some some better parts. Okay, good to know. And obviously Tom as well with with monsoon, mm. very you know as much as it looks very similar to last season. There's a lot yeah. of different under the hood. What's uh, oh. what's the, what's the big mm. changes for monsoon? Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, visually, uh, it's it's kind of designed to be similar to the first one because that one's, you know, that's that's the one that people, you know, recognise more than say Toron. So uh, <laughs> um, it's it's very very different under the hood. So the bigger the big problems from the last season were that our weapon mechanism just wasn't strong enough. Um, in two of in two of the fights, we bent two weapon shafts. Uh, we also bent uh, the, our single tooth bar, of course, in that Waiachi fight. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, though, the robot was right on the weight limit, as is tradition with my robots. So, uh, one thing they're big we boys. Did, <laughs> they are pretty big boys. They're, they're massive boys, way bigger than you think. Like, Monsoon is a meter wide. Like, that's that's mental. Um, so, yeah, the way that we saved the weight is we swapped out our brushed drive system to a new uh, a new brushless system. Yep. Um, and a lot of robots nowadays are using brushless motors in their drive and in weapons. Um, and it's proving to be more and more reliable. So we kind of uh, jumped in with brushless this season round, um, and that gave us the weight to bulk up the whole weapon. So the shaft is now a lot thicker, um, the bulkheads are thicker, um, and the whole chassis as a whole is much, much stronger. It's it's just a much sturdier robot than the first one. Nice. Nice. As we, we'll, we'll discuss a bit more uh, later, your fight with, with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um First of all, was the first fight of the night between Scorpios and Copperhead. Oh yes. Now I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm right. I'm sure you can talk us through this one. Um, what was the strategy going into this one? Obviously, Copperhead's a very tiny, tiny little thing with a big, nasty drum. Was like, how concerned were you going into that fight? Oh, I mean, we try and take every fight uh, pretty seriously, but our our specific turns concerns for Copperhead were. It's a it's a brick of a bot. Uh, I mean, you can kind of see how thick the, the side rails are on it. It's got thick top armor. Uh, there are some exposed, uh, you know, bits on it that we were going to aim for, but um, we're mostly just trying to slide our, our forks in at the at just the right angle to to get them up onto the wedge so that we could hit them. I mean, you're always trying to the vertical center like that, uh, make them do a big turn and, and make a mistake so that you can just take advantage. But, uh, I mean, we're a pretty tough spot, uh, mostly just, uh, you know, worried about um, losing a wheel like you always do. Sure, sure absolutely. <laughs> Keep your front point towards them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a brilliant back and forth, um, you know, watching it back, you know, the the... The amount of energy that um, you know, Copperhead was putting into like flipping you over, I think he bent the front as well a little bit for a, yeah. you know, it's it's quite a serious bit of kit. Um, you know, three eight six AR four hundred. Yeah, that's you know, 
very uh, substantial, you know, machine all over. Um, Ned, hello. Hello. Yeah, what, what do you reckon? You know, this between between these two, you know, the two solid machines. You know, we've kind of seen you know good things from both of them in the past. You know, good good way to start the season for both of them, would you say? Or um, yeah, absolutely, I'd say. Um, obviously, um, Poison Arrow beat um, Son of Boyachi, which was a massive shock in um, season two. Yep. Um, Scorpius um, almost made top sixteen, if I'm right, last series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you pulled out or something because of parts or whatever. Um, but so yeah, both of these machines are are, are brilliant bots. Um, I think it's quite a shame. I, I don't think Copperhead was working 100% correctly. Um, the drum didn't seem to spin up quite as fast as it possibly should have, um, in my eyes. Yeah, but I mean, no. So right, we yeah. should probably know anything more about the, the the problems with Copperhead at all, or. Oh yeah, they were uh, they were having uh, brushless uh, weapon issues kind of going into that fight. I mean, it was the first fight for that bot, so they're having a bit of uh, new robot itis. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we were definitely uh, you know checking them out in the test box. Uh, um, and one of the things that they had going on on their weapon, um, and you can kind of see this at the beginning of the fight or uh, right before the fight when they're loaded in. They've got a big chunk of weld on the bottom of their drum. I did see it, yeah. We, so, we kind of thought, you know, maybe it had a off-air fight or something, you know, like, cut already, but that's not the case? Uh, no, no. So what it was was uh, they actually um, uh, they actually had it machined out of house. They paid a bunch of money uh, from where it stands uh, to have this thing machined, and the two boards on the end were quite off center. So when you put a bearing in, in each side, uh, the, the drum is diagonal. Oh, <laughs> no way, that's so, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and not not just a little bit. I, I want to say they're uh, you know over an eighth inch, like three or four millimeter, uh, you know off center. So the uh, the welding was to try and get it back into balance because uh, it just it was just way out of balance and. Uh, they actually had the um, uh, the weld start to crack the drum to the hardened S7. You're pouring heat into it and it starts to crack. And so they had to like grind the, the crack out, re-weld it, and then they um, they peened, they hit uh, that whole welded area with the hammer to help relieve the stress so it wouldn't crack. That's but, crazy. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you know how much you prepared. Like it, the smallest thing like that can happen as well. It's kind of, dis- I suppose, disheartening for the for the guys. You know, they 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 put on a good show. You know, I, I think they were, would it be fair to say they were on top of the fight until they started to like just generally slow down and stop eventually. Like I, I think they were certainly giving out a good, you know, hit or two. Yeah, um, one of the things you can see in the, in the replay is we actually do get a shot right on one of their drive chains. Yeah. So they've got kind of this interesting layout. I think they're all chain reductions for drive. And like the first stage happens inside the robot, kind of right behind where the weapon is. And then the second stage of reduction happens outside the robot. And so the sprocket actually extends beyond the top and bottom plate just a little bit. And we are able to, to hit them right there in the uh, drive chain it's on one the, side. It's mm. quite, quite the shot, that is. That's crazy. Obviously, Tom. I'm sure you you were watching intently in the pits. I'm sure you yeah. possibly a uh, 
a fight you might have had later, <laughs> with, either, with either of these two later on you could have ended up with but um yeah mm. what, did you, what did you reckon um well i think i think it was a very a very well matched fight i mean cop just looking at copperhead it is the most compact machine i've ever seen it's so tiny um and you know poison arrow was absolutely tiny as well and copperhead of course is it's, it's tiny it's so tiny um and that would be a very hard robot to fight i think because it's just an absolute brick isn't it um and you know i think scorpius going in there you did very very well to to take on that kind of a brick um and it, yeah i think he came out with a very legitimate victory there um i think it was a very tough opponent um it's a shame that they weren't driving quite a hundred percent at the start um but again you had a really great shot on that drive chain excellent <laughs> um but yeah. no i think it was a really a really cracking fight yeah absolutely yeah, very good very good indeed yeah. absolutely well um a good win for for ryan and scorpius you know th- you know yeah a, a w on the board and well who knows if we continue obviously we'll have to wait and see later <laughs> on in the season but uh our second yeah. fight of the night was between the you know the newcomer ish blood sports with uh I can't remember the guy's name who's who's on Bloodsport. Who, who was about last year? I can't remember the life of me. Oh, uh, uh, Griffin. That's the guy. That's the no. guy. And uh, his <laughs> his, own, his own team this year with with Bloodsport taking on the very experienced Lucky. For my two cents, I really first of all I really love the little like skis that Lucky was running on at the back. I thought that was really clever to like kind of reduce the weight. You know, take the wheels off. You don't necessarily yeah. need them. I thought that was, you know put more armor on, which obviously oh, yeah, yeah. in the end kind of. It's all, I, I, I wouldn't say it wouldn't say it backfired because you know it held up for so long, but then just Bloodsport just really seemed to mm. kick into a high gear. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, it, it did seem to have a lot of like traction issues. I think because those two wheels were missing. Yes. And Lucky kind of really needs those four wheels in order to drive properly. So because of that, we just like sliding across the box everywhere, and it was a bit like almost like it was mechanum wheels or something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, but the, you know, I think, um, and I don't know how much you gents would know about blood sports issues, but it was a, uh, it just seemed like they had to, like, rein it in every now and then to kind of let let it cool down. I think they, I think they said it might have been cooling that was an issue, for the yeah. um, for the motors. Yeah, I, I I think the way they've got their weapon set up is a, a, a vaguely similar way to how Son of Y actually does it. So instead of having a single motor and, and a belt or a chain with a clutch driving the weapon, they've got several motors directly underneath the weapon, um, all with small spur gears on that kind of mount straight to the weapon. Um, and I, I figured that's probably for redundancy, but I don't think there's much of a clutch on that. So on a hit, a lot of that force is going kind of straight into the motors. And uh, perhaps over, over many, many hits, it, it kind of slowly you know, piled on the wear into the system. That that might have been what happened. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a very it's a very scary machine when it's going, isn't it? <laughs> Hearing that in the test box was uh, was pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, Orion, anything to add to um to this fight? Oh yeah, uh, I uh, I definitely uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, uh, a good bit of back and forth. It kind of almost looked like Lucky was going to have it. Uh, I will say the, uh, you know, watching from the outside and, and what other teams do, you know, in reaction to how, how they previously do is, is kind of interesting. So this configuration of Lucky's with the skids on the back and the two wheels is probably just like uh, in reaction to losing those back wheels or trying to armor them but not having enough weight to really armor everything. 
really paid off for them because uh, you might be able to test that, like, say, you know, uh, uh, out, you know, on a piece of pavement, but driving in the box is so much different, and uh, you can kind of see that it, it was misbehaving somehow. Some part of the front of the robot was dragging, and the floor was super uh, un, uneven. The, yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you, know, you, you can see a few times in this episode how you know I think Hydra dug itself into the floor, which we'll, we'll get onto in a minute. Um, but it, it was it was good to see that Lucky put up a good fight. You know, they, they've they've always seemed to, you know, particularly last season, they kind of started slow, but started to pick up towards the end. This season, they've started. I wouldn't say they started slowly. I think they did quite yeah quite well considering they they generally struggle against the big horizontals. But they you know it was a good debut for for Bloodsport. You know, it's, I suppose you could say this season's Ice Wave really in, in the sense that it's a big horizontal bar. And it's nice to see a, you know a new robot come along and you know, shake up the established you know teams like like your luckies. I think that was a was a really good fight. I I, I thought anyway it was good. I say good back and forth. Went to the went the full three minutes. So nice to see. Yeah. 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 Not 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 many spinner fights go the three minutes. No, so they, it was no, it was they good. Don't. It was good to see that go all the way. Really, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's also something to consider on the live circuit that these bots have some sort of pedigree to them because obviously blood sports inspired um quite heavily by like tornado Mur and lucky yeah. obviously was um ziggy back in in the day when it won everything ever so <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> yeah absolutely did um we'll uh we'll move on to uh, i mentioned hydra i suppose we better talk about the fight we had with hail hydra well this is <laughs> this is it i mean this thing we, we saw the um the great little segment again with jenny in the pits with the um how high can they throw a, a washing machine I personally think it was a bit unfair that they let Bronco have a running start, but, you know, sure. It was also a bit rigged because they had, they had a little plank of wood. Yeah. Um, got the washing machine for Bronco, so of course it's going to go higher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bronco had the running start. It was kind of angled towards its flipper a bit better. I don't know. It was, it was good. It was good watch nonetheless. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I, I thought Free, free Shipping had this because Hydra, you know, struggling to dial it in, as we say, and they, they kind of dug the floor up a little bit as well, I thought. Like Richie straight yeah. out of the gate, straight in, straight under the floor, which is, you know, unfortunate, but it happens. Um, yeah, I think I think this is this is the same floor they've used in every season so far, and I, you know, they've they've done what they can. They've hammered it flat and rewelded parts, but it's still the same floor. And um, I think, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's had a few has it seen better days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the the trend of robots getting caught on the floor is definitely. Yeah, it's definitely definitely an issue that a lot of the builders had to work around. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what power this Hydra thing has? I mean, you know, because oh <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of people kind of think, you know, raise a few eyebrows. It's you know hydraulics and such. It's 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 very different. But wow, I think a lot a lot of people have sort of perked up and take note took notice of how good Hydra actually is. I mean, obviously it's it's coming from a team with great pedigree and YAG, but this was. Yeah, surely beyond everyone's expectations. Yeah, it's a monster, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great bot. That, I, I, I mean, that first flip was just like, how high did how high did free shipping <laughs> go? <laughs> yeah, you know, we saw in the kind of pre-season thing with the um, the Vegas event, um, you know, how high can Bronco flip free shipping? Well, it, I think it probably went about the same height. So it, it, it is interesting <laughs> that the you know the alternative, you know, solution to a big flipper in the US, you know, the hydraulics, works as well as the, you know, you know, well-refined Bronco. I, I, you know, and I think it was it was really, you know, really quite impressive that they um they managed to get the win in the end. I think 
free shipping as well very unlucky they, you know they showed in the live event that they can self right it just on this occasion i'm assuming there was an issue with the lifter yeah it looks it does look that way yeah yeah they they can normally self right pretty pretty easily so yeah, yeah. Uh, under underneath that big orange box is just a uh, a series of um fur reduction so i mean it could have easily been that uh, when they landed upside down so hard that like something uh, blocked one of the earlier um, stages of reduction and that arm that could move. Yeah, it's, it was it was very unfortunate. You know, they, as we said, they they can they've shown that they have the torque in the arm to lift them back over, and you know it's kind of a sad way for the fight to end because free shipping. I think this is the first time it's been knocked out, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, considering the opponents that they fought. Um, but it, you know, it is a tough opponent that they fought, and Hydra can be fairly happy with it. Again, a really established team now I suppose in free shipping and obviously Gary Gary Jim yeah. driving as well they, they can be very happy knocking with the out, win yeah uh, knocking out um, Gar um, Gary Jim with, with with essentially original sin with, without a spinner of any kind is uh, no mean feat at all no absolutely not and it was a uh, you know I think they can be very happy with how uh, with how Hydra tested on um, oh yeah oh yeah I think su such a fantastic debut as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this season it's definitely one of my one of my favourite robots for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the most impressive thing is uh, how compact that hydraulic system is it in comparison like, to a pneumatic system. Like you, have, you have to look at Hydra. And you, obviously, you can't really tell from the scale of you know the washing machine, but like they look about a bit smaller than Bronco. I don't know if, that, if that's the case absolutely. or not. And you just kind of think, how are they fitting all that? Like amazing technology into just a, a really tiny little space, and it's uh, like they said they as well. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. I think they could go even smaller. I think they could repackage it and go maybe even twenty or thirty percent smaller than they currently have it. That's crazy. They they originally were were going to run two um, motors and pumps, and they didn't end up having weight, so they switched down to one. So that's like a whole weapon motor gear pump assembly that they could re-optimize and not have in their robot. Wow. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's uh, kind like, of ominous, really, isn't it? <laughs> like they said in the um, uh, the, uh, the interview as well, hydraulics, you know, there's a lot uh, you can do with it, whereas with the pneumatics, it's less less um, less stuff because it's, you know, it's just like air and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of empty space with, with uh, pneumatics, I suppose. Yeah. But I suppose mm. we, we best move on to Tom. Oh yes, and your, and your lover's Tiff. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So, but for the record, me and Tim are very good mates before, and we're very good mates after. Um, <laughs> you know, these are, yeah. these things are obviously always played up for TV. Obviously, you, you, you've ne like you've, no. you've you've never like disliked uh, Tim. Let's be real here. Like you've you've been you've been mates ever since you kind of met each other in Robot Wars, really. I suppose, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, going all the way back, we 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 first met um, back in series nine of robot wars with toron and concussion that very first fight that we had together i was knocked out in about eight seconds um because funnily funnily enough my link fell out so that was oh, fun. Well. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a there's a whole other hot potato there <laughs> yeah and you know tim tim is absolutely one of my best mates ever since really uh naturally of course um and you know we've worked on smaller robots before and we've helped each other out with things um, and then, of course, we did Monsoon last year, um, which was really, really good. Um, but I think, you know, 
we're both very used to having our own teams. And, we, you know, I came from Toron. Tim came from Concussion. Um, and last season, we worked very well. Um, but there was definitely a few times where there was a bit of uh, a bit of friction between us, a bit of, you know, a bit of a... You're, you're both Dublin characters in, in your own team. That's... Yeah, we are. We're, two, we're very different people. Um, and, you know, two and a half weeks together in a small, <laughs> confined space is... <laughs> Is always going to cause a bit of a bit of trouble, but uh, you know we're totally fine, um, which is good. So it, it, back, it, leads, it leads us to this. <laughs> yeah. So coming back this season, we we totally knew that this was going to happen. This was inevitable. Um, so very early on in Monsoon's design, we decided that we needed to have something ready for Ragnarok. Um, so we had two ideas. So one of the ideas that we didn't actually use, but we had there, um, was that we actually had the ability to lock the pivot halfway up. Um, and the idea with that would have been that as the axe comes down, it kind of deflects uh, deflects off the top armor towards the back. So you're, it's never hitting a very flat surface. Um, and the other idea that we actually did implement was we'd replace our thick front armor with uh, half the thickness. So it was going from six millimeter to three millimeter hardox on the front. Um, and basically that let us put four millimeter hardox plates on the top. So that's that's hardened steel plates, top and bottom, actually. Um, and Serious when, we were, when we were rolling into that fight, we uh, we we swapped we we swapped the armor out very carefully when Tim was outside, um, and I I don't think he actually noticed up until the point that we were lining up to go really into the fight, um, and Tim at the same time was designing with something with something with monsoon in mind as well. Oh, the uh, uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was called. Was it the heart heartbreaker? The heartbreaker. Was it? That's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which looked great. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, I mean, y yeah. Yeah, I think you'd be better asking Tim about that, but I think originally he had something a bit like, well, I, I imagined he had something like a pickaxe, that kind of design in mind. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe they had some weight issues or just ran out of time, um, but they came with uh, a, a different-looking heartbreaker to what I expected. Um, and it was, I think it was a, a pretty good fight as well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, I suppose from your perspective, it would be because you, you yeah. ended up with, with, with the win, I suppose, but... Uh... I did, you know, did appreciate the fact that you did try and, you know, write them, you know, try and get the, you know, the entertainment factor yeah. out there because, you know, this this had been built up, you know, you you guys, you know, you you gone your yeah. own separate ways, you, you you want to put on a big old grudge match, and, it, you know, it it was a shame that Ragnarok was suffering <laughs> its its various issues, really, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, Monsoon Two and Ragnarok are two completely brand new robots, and um, Ragnarok especially because it's a brand new design it's a brand new you know a brand new everything whereas monsoon is proven from last year this is this is completely new um so going into this fight we knew that we wanted to put on a good show first and foremost um so we we, we chatted beforehand and said you know if, if one of us is stuck can we knock each other over keep it going for as long as possible um and if you know don't hit me at the back don't hit me here that kind of thing um so going into the fight uh, the plan, of course, was to avoid contact for a few seconds, spin up and see what we can do. Um, the first hit was about half half speed, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and the second one was most of the way there. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hit them and the, they got flipped upside down and I, I wanted to keep it going. Um, but I think I heard Tweedy mentioning how he, he saw some smoke or something. Yeah, so I, that was it. I, kind of just, I just backed off because... I just didn't. I didn't want to hurt my friends, you know. So, <laughs> it, was, um, it was good to see the sportsmanship after the after the fight as well. Um, you know, obviously yeah, you guys and, all hugging it out. So yeah, and and again, we we're 
we're like best mates before, best mates after. Um, we went out for drinks. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. Um, and straight after that fight, I was I was seeing, can I help out? Are you okay? What's going on? And yeah, sure. uh, yeah um, which, which is always yeah. the way. It's always the way. Yeah, and, um, uh, and you know, again, again, it's a shame that it was a short fight. But you know, you you get some long ones, you get some short fights. It's just the way it goes sometimes. You know, these are these are completely custom made machines that take months and months to build, and uh, you know, you don't entirely know what's going to happen until you have a fight. Anything can go wrong. Anything at all can happen. Um, and in this case, you know, Ragnarok, you know, seemed to have some teething issues. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll see them perform uh, better later on in the year. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll see them again. <laughs> so, yeah, Ryan, I'm sure you were keeping an eye on this uh, quietly in the pits. What was what was going through your mind in this fight? I was really curious to see how hard uh, Ragnarok was going to hit. You know, being a new bot, just like, uh, you know, super curious always with hammer robots. Like, are, are you going to be kind of like beta and, and chomp level of like, crazy out of control swinging a hammer or you're going to be more you know uh blacksmith just kind of bonking and and holding uh so i was very curious to see how that uh was going to go i really wanted to see more uh from ragnarok just uh you know wailing away but uh you know that's how it goes um it was really hard to say, uh, to tell. Uh, I'll say from the outside that a lot changed with Monsoon. I was kind of surprised to, to hear that from Tom just now. Actually, uh, it looked very similar to, to the previous season's entry. So, uh, good little changes inside. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Ned, anything more to add? Um, not, not uh, really. Just it's a um, bit, bit, bit of a shame this uh, didn't go on a bit, a bit longer. Uh, I, I, I. I think it could, have, it, it could have been a decent fight, but it is what it is. It's just, you know, very quick. <laughs> yeah. One of those things, unfortunately, but um, I'm sure we'll see Tim and Tweedy come back much stronger later on in the season. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll move on to our next fight, uh, which is between the, uh, the Mad Catter, which, by the way, I love the guy. He's just... I can't oh, rem- I, I can't love re- so I can't much. remember his name. It was Martin something or other. I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Is it Mason? That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the guy. He he was I love him so something much. else. What like what an absolute dude. <laughs> He's <laughs> just oh yeah. Brilliant. And he, anyway, Mad Catter after my <laughs> you know, small, you know, fangirling there. Uh, Mad Catter <laughs> fought uh Relga Max, the other Chinese and entry. It's got completely ultra mode. <laughs> it it got kit catted. That's the only <laughs> the only way I can describe it. Like that I was not expecting that. Like, obviously, we, we all kind of... A lot of people have said, you know, keep an eye on Railgun Max. It looks kind of, you know, impressive in the way it's designed. Oh, yeah. I yeah. wasn't expecting it to be that powerful. Yeah. Um, Railgun um, S, obviously in the rubber game, same team. They dominated um, last year. So this is definitely one to keep your eye on, I'd say. Yeah. Um, obviously, Tom and Ryan, I'm sure you guys were having a... You know, keep Keeping an eye on the fight, you know... I'll come to Thomas as a spinner kind of mm. user first. You know, how how highly do you rate Relga Max's you know big big drum? Um, I think I certainly rated it quite highly, especially um, seeing the pedigree that they've they've come from. It's uh, it's a very scary machine, very very scary, um, and certainly one to watch. Um, we haven't seen too many egg beater style robots 
really doing that well in the heavyweight division, kind of on, on the televised shows at least, right? Yeah. We've had uh, yeah, we've had things like, we've had things like Hobgoblin, yeah, um, and we're starting to see these egg beater style robots now on BattleBots as well, um, and especially, you know, especially one of the very few Chinese teams that's come across. It's it's fantastic to see them come and just dominate like that you know it's 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 very scary but very cool at the same time <laughs> yeah I, I always find it amazing that they've, they've come like so far in like the five or so years that robot combat's been a thing in china really they've, oh, yeah. like, they've gone yeah. from yeah. you know genesis to this in such a short amount of time yeah it's it's, it's a bit scary isn't it i mean we've yeah. had battlebots and, and robot wars going for so long now and you've got you've got you know you've got like second generation roboteers now and china's been doing it for yeah, around five years, and they've caught up this quickly. It's, know, it's, uh, it's very, very, yeah, uh, very scary indeed. Obviously, around yeah. that you, you aren't a, a spinner user. You know, you had uh, was it Electric Boogaloo back in the day? Yeah, uh, Electric Boogaloo, and before that, uh, the first uh, heavyweight that I worked on was actually an egg beater called oh, no, Original. Right. Um, sorry, uh, called Sirloin. Sirloin, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of stake yeah, there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to do it. Anderson's not here. I had to. I had to bring out one of the the most terrible puns of all time. Obviously, you know, you've you've worked with spinners for a long time yourself. You know how how do you rate uh, Railgun Max? I was I was impressed with their uh, their redundancy. I was a little worried about their kind of more exposed weapon motors. So on um, immediately behind their egg beaters, they have kind of four like fifth scale style uh, brushless in runners and then each one of them has its own kind of belt like two per side for the weapon but there's like no armor at all uh it's just a weapon in front of them so i was, I was a little worried about that uh certainly not an issue in this fight uh totally spun up and worked and everything um but yeah it was uh it's an impressive little bot it's, it's pretty dense as well uh you know it's uh, uh, quite a small bot and their uh, their mini bot uh looks pretty cool yeah it's it's pretty scary like you know i wasn't you know as we said earlier you know we, we kind of had a prediction that it might do it all right this season you know considering you know as we said the pedigree that the ha that team have but i think it's certainly turned a few more heads than now like that that thing is certainly uh one to keep an eye on as for mad catter i mean apart from the great uh <laughs> the great team captain he was he was fantastic he was he was loving life um uh. I'm kind of glad that we didn't get to see more of it in this fight. It was, you know, never really got a chance to get going because of the dominance that Relgan Max showed. I, I I was really dis like disappointed. I, I had them down as a bit of a dark horse to you know get some sneaky results, but not on this occasion. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rough way to go. Um, but you know, kudos to the the Mad Catter team. I think it's a, a really cool design. Um, in in the same way that I think Red Devil has that redundancy. They've got those those three pods. Um, and all three of them are powered, and because they're all powered separately, um, if one of them gets knocked off, it can still run, <laughs> as, as we saw, which which makes for some very entertaining fights. Absolutely. Um, and the fact that those three pods are mounted with uh, with sh with rubber shock mounts, um, and you can see them when one of the pods is is ripped off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's really good because you can you know you, you can isolate each pod. Uh, and in terms of taking knocks, it's great for absorbing impacts. Um, but I think the way they had them mounted wasn't ideal because they were all in shear, so any any knocks hard enough could rip them all in half. Um, but in terms of a concept, I think it's a really, really clever way of doing it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, I think they put on a good show, you know, regardless of the result, really. They kind of, you know, they had fun trying to wiggle the, you know, both, <clears throat> both sections of the machine going, you know, it was great. And, you know, that, oh, was, yeah. that was good fun. And uh, another, chalk another one up for BattleBots Bingo, by the way. Another, uh, really? a, a, a robot split in half this season. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's also quite a good uh, story, I guess, with just how they just turned up and now they're just in the competition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Like, really, really good. Um, I suppose the best move on. I think it was Breaker Box. Oh, that was, it was Breaker yeah, Box. Breaker Box and Falcon. Breaker Box and Falcon, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the other Y Action machine, the third machine that the the Wisconsin based team came with. Uh, I believe it's based off one of the. Was it a middleweight they had years ago, I think? I can't remember for the life of me. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, cause I'm sure there was another robot that they had called Falcon, but um, this one's got two drums. Kind of and it looks straight out of like uh, Everina Re- 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 Two. You've got like the two drums and Typhoon teeth, and like a bunch of like <laughs> extenders, like sticky out like wedgelets on there. It's it's straight out of RA Two. I love it. It really is. In <laughs> fairness, it it actually hit really hard. I wasn't expecting it to do as well as it did. And I, I'll be honest, like watch it, I watched the fight back a few times. Like at the start, obviously Breaker Box dominated the fight, but obviously Breaker Box eventually stops, and it's just flapping around its path, I suppose. And I really think they should, like, I'm sure they would have been notified about, you know, the whole, you know, f- movement thing. And they, 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 they nothing, I, I honestly think they could have lost that fight. I, I think Falcon were pretty unlucky not to win, to be honest with you, with, you know, the damage caused and obviously Breaker Bot's dying at the end. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that Falcon didn't quite, uh, didn't quite perform as well as they'd hoped. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what's happening. Um. They they seem to struggle more when they only when they had both drums going. I mean, perhaps it was a uh, an issue that they couldn't source enough current from the batteries because it's so small. Maybe they didn't have enough batteries. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not entirely sure. But it was it was a good fight and fair play to Breaker Box. It was a very a very real win. Yeah. Um, and you know, Falcon is 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 fantastic. Of, of course, as well. It's it's such a tiny compact machine. And, yeah. You yeah. Know, I was gonna say actually, like uh, Copperhead yeah. is like. More, I I I knew, I knew that from the get go. But um, mm. seeing Falcon, I mean, Copperhead just looks like a super heavyweight in comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even that. The fact that they've managed to totally. fit, you know, is it eight eight wheels that are all driven in there? Because obviously they've got four, I think they've got four little ones at the bottom, four little ones at the top, and then two drums. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's, it's the size of Copperhead, but they have two full size drums and eight wheels. It's mad. <laughs> <laughs> How do they do that? <laughs> It's just that they're, they're very they're a very smart family clearly. <laughs> There's some good some good genes going on around in uh, around in for Team Wachi in the the Ewitts. Um, you know how you know Breaker Box obviously had a good showing as well. They you know they dominated the fight. I'm, you know, I'm sure Orion. I'm, I'm guessing you've probably fought Breaker Box over the years with some of your live event machines. Uh, no, actually, uh, I'm. I was in some of the same competitions, but uh, never, never fought them. Okay. But uh, I, I will say, uh, uh, I was kind of missing uh, their their big uh, titanium plow that they had uh, at Rubble Games and some other events. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, you know it's an optimized design. There, they've obviously worked on it for years and years and years, and it's it's nice to see uh, Jim bring something different than other than just nightmare. But yeah. you know, I. In, mm-hmm. It's it's always great to see that uh, you know nightmare in the, in the arena, but obviously Breaker Box is a, is a much more modern machine. It's a much more optimized machine for I say as I said today's competition. It's a lot you know 
a lot smaller, a lot more compact. You know, it's, it's good to see that he, uh, he's brought something new to the table and uh, hopefully we'll see Breaker Box do uh, a lot better throughout the season. Obviously, kind of, once again, it's kind of teething issues with the, with the machine, but we'll have to wait and see how he gets on uh, later on. Which brings us to the main event, which saw the champions bite force back in the arena for the first time and they took on Yeti. Um, I know we mentioned earlier we don't normally see spinner fights go to three minutes, but uh, this one did. <laughs> and <laughs> the fact that bite force like didn't stop working throughout, apart, I mean, apart from I think the, the drive went on one side r- right at the end. Um, like normally, a we- if a weapon goes in, yeah, okay, fair enough three minutes you can kind of understand why a spinner fight would go that long but the both weapons I think were still working at the end which is crazy when you think about it yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, Bite Force is a, a very scary machine <laughs> it's uh it, it's so well optimised for, for just destroying things <laughs> yeah this um, is quite possibly my 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 favorite uh, main event, but obviously yeah, I, th- I think it's the best one so far. Yeah, so far because these two have uh, bots have just so much caliber and pedigree. When you put them in in the arena together, you know, stuff's gonna go flying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Yeti did a, 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 a very serviceable job considering you know the, the caliber opponent they're against. But you look at this fight and it, like it's just like Bite Force has no like how do you beat it? Do you, like how do you beat it? I mean, you know, Orion. Obviously, uh, how would how you've got probably a bit more of an advantage than most, as you have an overhead weapon, and you can you can kind of reach that, you know, weapon chain, which has obviously been their downfall once and once only. Um, like, how do you even combat? How do you combat it? Well, uh, you know, it's it's a solid bot. And it's well driven. Uh, so you just kind of have to hope for, you know. Oh, moment to get in there and hit something that uh, is vital um you know it's uh it doesn't even really gyro that much uh even spun up all the way so it's it's hard to even kind of get that kind of advantage like you might against uh you know one of the higher spinning drum spinners so it it would all be about just trying to out wedge in just one of the exchanges and, and get a good shot in there uh i mean that's really all you can kind of hope for with fight for it uh, i actually work with paul now so uh all right to work at the same company maybe you should and, uh, uh, l- lend, some, hear... lend some trade secrets maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i've gotten to, to see some uh the behind the scenes uh you know uh, chassis being prepared and stuff uh, but yeah it's, it's a solid bot um one thing i'll say is like your but chain area, that weapon area, is definitely vulnerable. Um, and he does such a good job keeping the front of his bot pointed towards his opponent that no one ever gets around to the back. But there's definitely some some juicy bits back there uh, if someone got back there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Obviously, we've, we've seen it only, as I say, only the one time before that it's been it's been uh, hit very hard. Obviously, you know, Tom as well. You you've uh, obviously got a big verse as well. Very similar to to Bite Force, like what what makes it so special? Like what obviously we mentioned it doesn't doesn't gyro as much as others and whatever else, but like how like why is it so much more effective? Would you say? I think I think it's just such a well designed robot. It's you know it's it's probably one of the best vertical spinners, if not the best vertical spinner there. Um, and when you have two spinners going at each other, I think uh, Orion touched on that as well. 
it's more a game of who can get under who. And you see Bite Force going around with four wedgelets that scrape the floor, and that's incredibly hard to get under. Um, and when Yeti was in that fight, they had two very long forks as well um, that were also ground scraping. So in that initial exchange, it was more a case of, again, who could get under who. And straight away, I think Bite Force got the upper hand. Um, and as the fight went on, they slowly bent those forks further and further up. Um, well, it's, and I, it's funny yeah. you mentioned the forks. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I'll, I'll come to note quickly. No, did you see the forks get underneath it, get, like getting jammed in there as well, like kind of sticking it about? I wasn't expecting them to get caught in the chassis itself. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> certainly very odd. Um, I've heard that that apparently they got that they actually did get properly stuck a couple of times, um, and that's uh, apparently uh, Trey just literally like kicked them out at one point because they had they had to be separated. Yeah, kind of, kind of like the um, the quantum blacksmith fight at the start, at the start of the mm. season. Yeah, yeah, except, except these two could actually get you know separated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> contra- controversial there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think with Bite Force, yeah. As is, as I said before, already, I think the wedgelets are the most um, pretty effective part of that robot. That's probably the reason why it's so effective, but also because it can be swapped out for a bigger sort of steel um, wedge when fighting like horizontals or something. And it, it's just mm-hmm. so like versatile that it can be changed so simply to fit almost any any opponent and that's just why it's a vegetable to me i think it's it is crazy you know obviously as i think um, greg summed it up very nicely at the end of it you know he goes we fought the best robot here and we lasted three minutes i'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i think by force is probably the best robot there in my eyes yeah absolutely you know we've it's it's just so so effective as we've seen over the course of three years now and you know and i think yeti as much as they did take the defeat on this occasion, you know, I think no one can really be too could hold it really against them. You know, they went not many teams last season went three minutes with Bite Force and you know a Bite Force that was running its weapon the whole fight as well. Like I don't, I think it was only Blacksmith that took it to the judges anyway. Yeah. So it's crazy that they managed to do it with the weapon working the whole fight. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah. brings us quite neatly to the end of the episode. Uh, well, it would be, however, we have the science show fight from last week which was which was the beyblade fight wasn't it between uh, <laughs> between gigabyte and uh, and chronos um gigabyte gave us a big hits in this one it like it it really had you know quite some some power behind it it looked it looked like the gigabyte of old almost mm. yeah it's it's a it's a very scary machine that isn't it <laughs> when it when it when it's going at, at full full speed it's yeah, it's, it's terrifying. I wouldn't want to go anywhere near that. You know? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. um, it's it's a mean thing. It's a mean thing, and Kronos as well is a is a, a really cool design. Um, the way they've got their weapon motor mounted, and you can see the gears yes. connecting in the top. I think that's fantastic. It's it's great aesthetics, but it's also very functional. Yeah, um, and I love that. I think it's great. Yeah, why have style and substance when you can have both? Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> All right, you were going to say sorry. Oh yeah, uh, I can actually talk a little bit about Chronos. Uh, so, uh, he's the, uh, the primary builder on that team. He's one of my good friends. He lives down in LA, and we hang out uh, outside of uh, robot fighting uh, a bit. And uh, that whole robot was kind of inspired by a scrapyard find. They found a um, 
one inch thick plate, four foot by eight foot of uh, magnesium alloy uh, in the scrapyard, and they were able to get it for, you know, like a hundred, two hundred bucks or something like that. And uh, so the whole robot is essentially water jet out of uh, magnesium alloy. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So yeah. that's so the whole thing. Is, so they literally just found this giant block of metal in the scrapyard, and they just machined that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. Like yeah, yeah. I know, you know, the days of I suppose scrapyard builds is kind of over, but like this, that, like that's the closest I suppose you're going to get in this BattleBots competition. Certainly, that's brilliant. Yeah, so then on the outside they have uh, AR-400 kind of bolted on over the top of uh, magnesium, and then I believe the the teeth, the kind of duplicate teeth that they have are, are titanium, if I recall right. Oh no, maybe they switched to steel for this last round. They might have switched to steel. I think they originally were titanium, but uh, BattleBots has a little more weight, so they're able to switch it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I did see the, um, there was a, I think there was a picture of, going around somewhere of it, uh, digging up the test floor and I did notice in this fight they were kind of wobbling all over the place when they were spinning up I don't know if that was anything to do with them digging up the test floor at all or would you would you guys know? Uh, it runs so uh, it runs still on a contactor so there's no speed controller in Kronos uh, oh. in the in the current version so when they when they hit the, the button to turn on the weapon like the whole inner robot Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so, so it's, it's basically it's either on or off, basically. Yeah, it's, it's basically just on or off. That's crazy. That's, that's it's, you know, a bit of you know, interesting trivia to know, like, about a, you know, a, a really nice looking machine, certainly, with, um, with Kronos, and obviously it's quite cool to see Gigabyte get a win. You know, they, they started fairly slowly last time, but they're, they're such an experienced team, and they've obviously got all their focus on BattleBots this year, not split across you know, the two competitions that they did last year, so be interesting to see how they get on. Yeah, but and I... also no uh, Chinese parts either, so... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, let's not remind them, the poor guys, they, they probably went through enough last season. Hope they've got a new <laughs> weapon shaft this time round, yeah. Oh, yeah, dearie me, dearie me. Hopefully, well, anyway... Hopefully it's not made of paper mache this time, we'll see. Oh, too, too soon, <laughs> man, too soon. Um, anyway, that brings us to the end of the episode, and I have to say a big thank you to all three of you for... Uh, for kind of some of you shorter notice than others. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Anytime, anytime. I the problem with me is that I just don't shut up sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, Ned, thank you very much as well. It's been absolutely. It's, it's nice to finally have you on. It's been we tried to get you on for a while and yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's, but, it's, it's, it's been good to uh, finally get 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 on here. Honestly, <laughs> brilliant. Excellent. Uh, Orion as well. Best luck for the rest of the season with with uh, Scorpius. It's uh, so far so good. I think. Oh, thank you. Brilliant. Anyway, I've been Sam at 64. Oh. <laughs> hey, do, do, do I go? You can go if you want to. <laughs> okay. okay, I've been Tom from from Monsoon from the BattleBots TV show. Whee! <laughs> I've been Orion Beach from the BattleBots TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Ned from jump posting I guess <laughs> I've come from jump posting yeah, he's, he's about there somewhere be sure to um, go and check everyone out in the description and uh, we'll see you next week for episode 4 of the BattleBot season I'm sure that'll be a world of fun as well <laughs> see you then bye 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 now